Welcome back, friends, to Watch Closely. It's the weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I'm your host, Jason, and this week we're going to be talking about all... We're going to be catching up, let's be honest. We're going to be talking about all the stuff from uh, the Joker 2 movie. We got some Batgirl news. Stuff about the Warner Brothers Discovery meeting we'll be talking about. Uh, Should be a good time. But first, joining me today, a man who knows there's only one rule in the game, and it's don't get caught. Ernie, how are you? Hello, hello. I am doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to talk the news. I haven't talked the news in a while. Um, but that's neither here nor there. We also have another special guest today. A man who knows there's a lot of people saying lots of things. But you got to listen to yourself. Lex, how are you? <laughs> hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me on, Jason and Ernie. Glad to be here. Long time listener, first time lover. <laughs> oh, dude. Well, I just wanted to say to all the listeners out there, you're gonna you're gonna be hearing this guy's voice around quite a bit now. Uh, we're gonna see if we can bring him on on a more frequent basis, more consistent basis, because we love this guy. Want to hear his thoughts? Want to hear his news opinions? And yeah, hope I don't step on anyone's toes here. I know uh, Ernie was already sending me some death threats, but I'm here to have a good time. <laughs> That's right. That's what we're here for. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I just wanted to say, as always, if you guys have questions or comments about any of the things we're talking about today, definitely tweet at us. We have our Twitter at watchful tweets or use the hashtag watch closely and we'll get your question or comment on the next episode or the next couple episodes if it's appropriate you know but let's jump into the news ernie you basically wrote the news and uh i created the news i created the news, <laughs> created the news. <laughs> <laughs> so uh any confusion guys he's the one to blame so uh, i am i am and, <laughs> and there's so much news and like i want to start off with the first one which i thought was kind of cool and i wanted to get your guys' thoughts on this so we got the first teaser for joker foley adieu which was posted on lady gaga's twitter on august 4th what did you guys think now the rumors are actually true she is gonna play alongside walking phoenix i think last time we spoke they were saying that she was gonna be part of the project and there was a lot of big rumors but it wasn't set in stone now this is actually gonna happen and uh, the release date for the movie is uh 10 4 24 so in uh, two years so so jason i want to start off with you that was a weird little <laughs> teaser was it not well first off thank you for doing the notes you always do awesome notes i'm just thank you thank you thank you uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so the joker let's be honest it was never written to be a sequel right it it was a one and done like you could tell it had a beginning middle and end. they they never intended it to have a sequel but then then it made a billion dollars and joaquin won, won the best actor for the academy award right so then they're like money like we need to make a sequel for this you sound like uh, uh mr krabs from spongebob money 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 <laughs> money come on SpongeBob. that's how it works so there's a sequel in the works. It's a musical, right? It's going to be a musical. So adding Lady Gaga makes sense because, you know, she's a great singer-songwriter. Um, I've never seen her act in anything that's been very, like, outlandish or, like, a, an extreme character, which it seems like Harley Quinn needs to be. So I'll be really interested there. Like, I don't know. I don't know if she has the acting chops for what, it. What are you talking about, dude? Haven't you seen Alice Gucci? I did. <laughs> I know. But just, oh, kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but what do, you, what do you think, Lex? <laughs> How do you how do you say that again, Ernie? You said it so well. The title. I I, I mean, it, so I don't know if I'm saying it right. Foley adieu uh, is how I say it. Do we know what that means? It means madness for two, and mm. or it also means uh, a type of mental illness that two people will have it or something like that. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah. When I first had heard the rumors about Lady Gaga going in the Harley Quinn role, I was not very excited. 
I'm not the biggest fan as, as Lady Gaga of an actress. I didn't care for House Gucci. I didn't care for Ernie's favorite movie, uh, the one with him, her and Bradley Cooper. I didn't care for that. Hey, hey, hey. whoa, whoa, A Star is Born, please. That's, That's a classic. classic. <laughs> a star is dead in my eyes. Um, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't mind, you know, her in the movie. I don't have an issue with her or anything. You know, I think she's a good singer or songwriter. But as Harley Quinn, I don't know if I can see it. I hope I'm wrong. Um, I'm a fan of musicals. I don't know about you all. I like musicals, and I think this can be like Same. a cool Sweeney Toddish kind of musical way if they were going to that route a little bit, but a little more dark. Well, Sweeney Todd is pretty dark, but still. So I, I'm I I want to see some footage. Obviously, that's what we want. Yeah, right? definitely. I I think I think as of now, I'm on the same boat as you. I don't feel. Ooga. What was, that, was that? that? That was that was the boat sound. <laughs> oh, it's like we're taking <laughs> off or what? Uh, yeah. So I wasn't like you, the biggest fan of the news, just because of all the things with Lady Gaga. Like I don't mind Lady Gaga. I like her in A Star Is Born. I thought she was cool in House of Gucci, but it's like these things that come out where she's like, oh, I felt like I was the killer in House of Gucci. Like I really dove into that role. I'm like, the method acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, did you though? Like, could you imagine? What type of craziness she would say no, when this me, comes out? Me and Joaquin actually fought, fought bats together. <laughs> yeah, or, you know what I mean? And, and it's understandable that they would get someone like this. And I think what else could they have done as a sequel? Just like as Jason stated, like this wasn't something that I honestly believe was supposed to happen. But then again, Todd Phillips did state like a long time ago, he said that he, he already had the sequel in the works in his mind even before mm-hmm. the, the first one was finished. So that was a thing that he actually said but I know for a fact that it wasn't going to get greenlit if it didn't do well. Like, it's it's all about money, just like you said. But Todd Phillips did work with Lady Gaga. I think he was the producer of A Star is Born. So mm. you can kind of see the uh, the connection, that little connection on why is that he chose, you know, her to play such a pivotal role in the Joker's life. It would make sense, too, because, like, you know, spoiler alert for the first Joker movie left off of him in Arkham Asylum. If they're going to keep in that route, he's going to be there. And obviously, you know. Harley Quinn's origin. She's the doctor that sees him and turns him crazy. So, I mean, you can never doubt it. I mean, like I know before there's always been those casting problems. Everyone hates on it. Like, you know, Heath Ledger, Robert Pattinson, Batman, you know, and you just, it's, it's all, we just got to see what, what the final product is and, you know, can't judge yet, but for now, not the biggest fan, but Hey, we can change. So speaking of the casting, I, there's a second piece of this that we didn't have in the notes, but Zazie Beats, I don't know if you remember her as Sophie, I think. In the, I do, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like her, I like her. According to Deadline, she's actually in talks to return to play the same role in the sequel. You know, kind of knowing what happens in the first one without spoiling everything, but like, does it make sense? Does it seem a little weird to you? Like, what do you think of having her return in the sequel? I don't know how it's going to work. If you remember the movie he has a relationship with her that is non-existent. She doesn't exist in his world. You know, she's there. You know, obviously she lives in the building, but everything that they've gone through never really happened. Ernie just spoiled it. <laughs> I guess it's just, I feel like you'd have to tell, I'd have to tell you in order for you to understand where I'm trying to gather my thoughts about it because she just doesn't work here. I, I just, in, in my mind, but, Go ahead, Lex. What if they, you know, set her up as a villain? What if she becomes like a Poison Ivy type? I could see her becoming like a Poison Ivy kind of villain. Oh, interesting. Uh, but, I mean, obviously, I don't know how they would do it. I mean, yeah, like you said, Ernie, it was all just kind of in his head. But like you said, we don't know anything about her because he made everything up. So, who knows? They can do whatever. I mean, they can do anything with her at this point, you know, as far as they can make her a villain or some integral part to the Batman universe. 
Yeah, I think I agree with you guys because it is a musical number. So there could be a, a lot of fantasy going on. And maybe she's a reoccurring vision or a fantasy of his that shows up multiple times. So maybe, yeah, maybe it'll work. I, I mean, Zazie Beats is great. Like she's a good talent. So it doesn't hurt to, to add her back in. Like talent's always welcome. Mm-hmm. I want to say something because I think this is uh, in, in the comics as well in the cartoons. If you guys watch some of the Joker stuff, I think when one of the series Joker becomes Arthur or I forget what his name is. I think it's Arthur, but I, I might be wrong. But he becomes a civilian where he forgets that he is the Joker and he lives a, a regular life with a family and kids. Uh, the kid that he has, I believe, is not his. He's just living with them. So this could possibly be now. Now you guys are be like, spoiler alert. That's what happens in Harley Quinn too, no? <laughs> it happens in Harley Quinn as well, yeah. That's a thing. It's a reoccurring kind of thing that they do with him. And yeah. so they could possibly work around that kind of story. And again, it could also possibly be all in his head, which yeah. makes more sense. And if they follow that route, you know, his son could be named Poker, like Joker. Uh, and then and then Lady Gaga will be like, where's your poker face? Ah, Come to dinner, pup, 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 poker face. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, the Joker has so many different, like, so many different origins. I mean, there's so many different ways it can go. He can just, like, what if you just change it all up on us? Who knows? Who knows? They can go a lot of routes. Yeah, I, I think I talked about this the first time we heard about Lady Gaga and it being a musical. I was telling Jason, I think uh, that this is going to be a musical only when it's in his head. Oh, yeah. So when, yeah, I think in the end of the film, I think, you know, spoiler alert, he's running around, remember, and he has like this face of happiness. Mm-hmm. And it feels like he's not in the place he is. Like he's somewhere else. And maybe in his mind, he's doing something else. Kind of like, uh, I think this is one of uh, Lex's favorite scenes in the Suicide Squad when Harley Quinn is fighting all those guys, right? And all the, the, new like, the flowers squad, and all right? the stuff. The new suicide one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the all the flowers and everything. Remember you, you were talking about mm-hmm. how you enjoyed like the, that? The, the colorful, yeah. I could like, imagine them doing something like that for this film. Not Probably not as colorful, but something in that vein of like. It's very heightened. It's very larger than life. Yeah, you're, you're, see, yeah, you're seeing something, yeah, in the, uh, in the sides as opposed to what, you know, he's yeah. seeing. I don't know. I feel like it's going to take a lot of inspiration from like One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, maybe. I I just like if they're going to go like and stay in the asylum, I feel like he's going to get inspiration like from there because he did like Taxi Driver. What was the first one? Like that was an inspiration. And he likes those kind of classics. And those are good ones. They're good ones. So what do you guys think as far as the audience listening? Do you guys like this idea of having Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn? Do you not like it? Let us know on Twitter and we'd be interested to hear. But Ernie, what's the next topic of the day? Yeah, dude, this one, I I call call this one the killing joke. (laughs) If you guys don't know what that is. It's a really famous comic. I don't know if I should spoil it, but something happens to Batgirl. Uh, and we I won't get into it. But yeah, Batgirl was canceled. This <laughs> is basically <laughs> where I wanted to get into. And this <laughs> is... I'm full of spoilers today. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to have to cut all this out. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, this happened like two weeks or a week ago, right? As a, as a moment of recording. So there could possibly be some new news. We do want to state that before we kind of get into it. But uh, yeah, so DC had canceled Batgirl and it's in a strategic shift uh, to change up the DC universe. I wanted to hear your thoughts on this, Jason, because I, I know last time we spoke, we were, I'm not sure. I don't remember if how excited I we were. I think I was really excited that we had Brendan Fraser being the villain in, in the Batgirl movie. But now, since we're not getting it, what are your thoughts, Jason? 
Yeah, man. I think everyone was really surprised. Like everyone was really shocked that this happened because it was pretty much almost done, right? They spent what ninety two billion or million on this. I don't remember how what the number was, but it was yeah, pre- it was like ninety million or something like that. Yeah, it was pretty much like in the can. I think they were in post production. They're working on the edit. Like, apparently, they saw the movie and the quality wasn't there, right? Like that's what the CEO was saying that they didn't feel comfortable enough releasing this film because it would affect their brand. It would affect the DC movies going forward. And we'll talk about some of the big changes that WB announced in their investor meeting. But yeah, I was surprised. I felt kind of sad because if it is due to taxes, like we were saying, they can't release it. They can't release it on streaming or anything because they're going to use it as a tax write-off. So if they make any sort of money on it, whether it's from advertising dollars or YouTube, you know, it violates the tax write-off. And so they basically can't release it. So all we have is like those set photos and like the behind the scenes pictures. And that's all that we'll ever see, even though it's a finished movie. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. You know, what's interesting too, is like now things are leaking and, and we're kind of seeing a little bit of like Brendan Fraser's character and how his mask looks. And he, he kind of resembles a little bit of uh, the Nolan North uh, Batman series, you know, like the scarecrow mm. is how I saw him. And I was like, Oh, this is kind of cool. But you can kind of see that there was like things here and there that just, don't seem as theatrical as I think they would want it to be. And I think you were like you were saying, see, uh, David Saslov, the CEO, he said that they're committed to big theatrical films and Batgirl isn't that. The fact that he right. stated that it's just like, it's kind of a messed up thing to say. You know, it's like, yeah, you, whatever you worked on just wasn't good enough for us. Like, we're done. But but Batgirl isn't the only thing that got canceled like that. But before we move on to that, uh, the other cancellations, I want to get into you, Lex. What were your thoughts on Batgirl? You know, I wasn't mad <laughs> because, honestly, I, 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 I heard, I remember hearing about Batgirl being done, but I didn't even realize that it was still going forward. Um, I don't know how. Maybe I just missed it in the news. So when I saw this this news that this whole movie had already been filmed, I was like, whoa, I was super surprised and, and, and taken back from it. Kind of sucks. I mean, it, it 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 it's sad for you know for the actors put on this work. You know, we, we were going to see this new interpretation, but you know, we we're going to see this guy with the curly hair and the set photo that our news very excited about. Um, <laughs> you know, apparently Michael Keaton was going to show up as well. And honestly, the fire uh, there was a clip. I don't know if you all see the clip of like them filming the Firefly and Batgirl fight. Like they're on top of like a fire truck. I don't know if you all happen mm-hmm. to catch that. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was mentioning with the thing. Yeah. No, oh, that's right. Sorry, it was pretty. It was pretty cool to see. Um, not really a fan of a uh, firefly suit. I know he doesn't have like the best suit. Like when he played the games and all that, it kind of looks like a, what, what are those scuba diver suits? Those diving suits kind of looks like. One <laughs> yeah, of those. yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, you know, honestly, I, it's sad that it's not coming out. You know, why, why, why do they always have to be some big old films? Why can't it just be a smaller film? You know what I mean? Like it could have, yeah, no, no, I agree. I guess, I, think I guess just... they're just afraid of disappointment and you know, the way DC was going, has been going with most movies. Yeah. They were probably afraid. I think this is this is my next question is because okay yeah DC's going down down a new a new vision right they're 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 really trying to get and I think me and Jason had talked about this they're trying to get the new Kevin Feige for the DC universe to basically create something more streamlined in in the overall grand scheme of the DC universe in movies TV series and and everything else right and I know at this moment there's that Discovery and Warner Brothers merger that's that's happening but there's also this other thing right that we've talked about before the Ezra Miller right so so my first initial thought was is this all is this sudden shift of things happening 
was was that Ezra Miller? Was that the camel that broke the straw's back? Or wait, the straw that broke the camel's back. Maybe you know what I mean? Maybe this whole publicity stunt is just like them setting him up to be the next Thanos of the DC universe. Dude, no, maybe. I mean, no, he's going to be reverse Flash. No, but I know. like, there's just this 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 inherent moment in the DC universe that they they were trying to work it out. They they brought back uh, Zack Snyder to finish Justice League, and everybody's like, "Give me the Snyderverse, give me all that good, all that stuff that people loved, and and let's get Henry Cavill back as Superman." Th- there's fans that want this, but the fact that they're saying this that means that they're like, "We need a reboot. We need to get." get rid of everything and have you forget basically what we have already created. And I think Batgirl is like that moment of just like, okay, we stop here. Like we know that because of what Ezra Miller did, this isn't going to work. This all takes place after the fact. I think the flash movie and everything, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's all going to supposed to coincide together. Can I just mention, I just, I actually just ran into some news as I was scrolling, despite the allegations, apparently Ezra Miller was was seen taking additional like photography for like the upcoming movie, like doing additional stuff for the movie, despite all the stuff going on that he. So he. So I don't know what's going on there. It's it's just a little interesting little tidbit of news. I haven't seen. Well, I haven't seen what you're seeing, but I know that in the investor meeting they were excited. They said they were actually excited about the Flash. Like it's still going to be released. So mm-hmm. your theory about everything's changing from Ezra Miller, and yeah, I think. They still want to go forward with The Flash. They still want to go forward with Shazam. They still want to go forward with Black Adam. So, like, those are movies that they're excited about releasing. My gut, like, this is just complete speculation, but what if Batgirl was very reminiscent of, like, the old Michael Keaton films, like, in that style, trying trying to, you know, evoke that nostalgia? And it was just to the point where it was just too jokey. It was just too corny and too, I don't know, pure speculation. But they must have seen it and said, no, this is just going to hurt the brand. Like, we can't release this. Like, I, mm-hmm. that's just what happened. No, so I mean, really yeah, weird. probably. But I, I just I, see this is the thing, Chase. And I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. You could definitely be right because they are excited, right, that these movies are going to come out because enough people want want to see them. But is Ezra Miller supposed to be the catalyst to bring in the next DC universe, especially after everything that's been going on with him? He's a liability, right? So this movie's gonna come out, and then they're they're gonna they're, this shift is not it's not gonna involve him. They're gonna change him out. We keep forgetting DC has multiverses as well. So there's other Earths other than whatever Earth this Batgirl is from, and and Bruce Wayne that's Ben Affleck, whatever all that. So we have different Flash variants. They're gonna definitely work on another person. I honestly believe. Yeah, they're excited, but I don't think that they're going to keep this guy. Like, I, that's that's just not going to work. Yeah, Shazam is probably going to do well, but it's from what they're stating, it kind of seems like they don't want to keep most of the things that they've had. Well, you have to think of, too, they also released the Fantastic Beast movie with him. And I I think the majority, you have, to, you have to also remember, the majority of the public has no idea what's going on with Ezra Miller. They, they don't follow it like we do. We're, like, major film fans right and so we're, we're always talking about this stuff if they just wait some time like nobody's gonna remember this nobody's gonna remember what he's doing unless something really bad happens See, where somebody gets killed or somebody dies like you're they're saying not gonna that but he literally just was ste- caught stealing i know but and it's all it's all over the news like I, if you go I, ask I think, your mom or your grandma or like somebody you know what i mean like somebody off the street they're not gonna know they're not gonna yeah know. no I, I agree with you i think we've talked about that before as well but it's like i think at some point 
it's going to garner enough audience because I mean, not audience, but attention, because I, I was telling you this, like, yeah, like maybe your mother, Lex's mother doesn't know, but yeah, they're on TikTok. And at some point that TikTok is going to have Ezra Miller coming out that, oh, look at he stole, you know yeah. what I mean? And then, and also, also, I mean, he has to do with these big franchises. It's not going to go when, you know, when a big movie like this releases enough people are fans of these movies are they're going to bring it to people's attention. You know what I mean? Like, that's true. If, you know, it's just, it's. It, I, I can see like it would it like him kind of going away if he was doing like the smaller films, but like this is a a big movie in a big universe. Like it isn't gonna go away. There's people that are gonna be mad. I mean, he's got to like disappear for a while if it really needs to go away. But I don't know. I I'm honestly surprised they didn't cancel the Flash. To be honest with you, like I thought, if anything, they should cancel Flash. I mean, Batgirl yeah, yeah. was like whatever, but that seemed like one that was so controversial at the time that I thought they were gonna cut it but yeah but like ernie i kind of stated like that's going to be like the movie you know what i mean to like they want to like fix the dc universe right they want to yeah. kick off everything yeah yeah, to, yeah i yeah, think that's like where it starts yeah that movie's been so in the works for like a long time yeah that's probably going to kill the like ruin if they were to cancel it it'd probably kill a lot of the plans for future movies they'd have to rewrite and rework a lot of stuff yeah i would think yeah no, I yeah agree. dude i honestly i was excited for ezra miller i really like him as an actor uh but as a thief do you like as him? a thief no <laughs> yeah it <laughs> just he probably has his, his problems right now, and, and you know, hopefully he gets his out. Or what is he? He's a they, or I forget his pronouns. I'm sorry. I believe it's a they. Um, so I hope they figure out how to help themselves, right? He's going through this phase of things that are bad stuff that's happening to him, and I that's not okay. It's probably a cry for help, and no one's doing anything about it. I think this there was an article about him uh, having a firearm at him with him. Or with <laughs> this is weird. No. <laughs> at with them at all times, <laughs> mm-hmm. and because someone was trying to hurt him, them, them, yeah. yeah. And then just recently, he was he was charged with burglary. So yeah, that's I mean, what I was well, saying. He, yeah, you know, yeah. I want to I want to mention too, like when Robert Downey Jr. back in the nineties, what like what was he doing? Like a bunch of drugs. He was just like he was mm-hmm. crazy, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. And now look, he's one of the most respected actors. Like. Of our time, he got clean. So you know who knows. It, yep. You know who knows. It, it, things can change in he, 10, he can 15 turn around, years. Yeah. You know what I mean. He, they, he can be they the, can turn around. That's true. That's true. Hopefully, maybe they'll just like find him and put him in some sort of rehab center and just like you can't come out until the Flash movie is released. Find him. <laughs> Jeez. I'll come just back when the Flash stop. two comes out. When we need you for the Flash two. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that one. If you guys have comments, definitely send us send us uh, your comments on Twitter. Ernie, you want to get in? Do you want me to set it up, or do you want to get into the next uh, topic? No, please set it up. So, like we were talking about earlier, the Warner Brothers Discovery had an investor meeting um, that kind of laid out their ten year plan, and some of the stuff that we had talked about in previous episodes was confirmed. So, the first one being that HBO Max and Discovery will be combined into a single service in the future. So, Ernie, your thoughts about this? This is cool. I mean, I I think this should have happened sooner. I think we I think we still have to wait a few. I think like a, almost a year, right, for it to actually go through and 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 truly happen. But I think this is going to be the best thing for both networks, and it, it's just going to help overall. Uh, you know, it's TV series and and movies and things that are going to happen in the future. I'm more, you know, seeing the roadmap and everything. It got me a little excited, but to really, like, we still need that Kevin Feige, right, for the DC stuff. And I think we still haven't gotten anyone like that. I think we, 
I think once we get that and we get a person that's actually going to, you know, steer us in the right direction, I think that's when we're we're going to be able to discuss a lot more and see what they can bring to the table. I don't know. What are your what are your thoughts, Lex? Honestly, that's the first time, you know, I was hearing it when I read the notes. Seems pretty cool. But honestly, like what's just what's on Discovery? <laughs> I don't know what I would watch on there. What is it like? Food Network Ghost and all that stuff. 90 Day Fiance, all that stuff. Oh, is that where that's at? Oh, oh yeah, that's where yeah. that's all at. All that reality show stuff, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, I mean, it'll bring that channel to light because, you know, obviously I didn't really know much. I think it's a great idea as long as I still get the, the subscription free with my AT&T uh, service like I do now, <laughs> then I'll be happy. Um, it's funny, you get it for free, but you don't even use it. You just have it there. It's just nice to have I it. Know, you know, that's pretty much how it is. But now we, we use it once in a while. It is nice it. to have it, isn't it? There's like things that you There's just streaming services. Like I don't pay for Apple Music. Mm. I have it for free because of Verizon. Mm. And I don't use it, but it's there. And I'm, I'm glad it is. It's just so I have it. Yeah, in case you need it. You know, that when it's going to save your life. But yeah, I'll be very, very interested to see this. I mean, it, maybe I'll watch some, some 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know, Ernie, in, your, in the notes, you seemed like a lot of there was a lot of panic, I guess. Like, there were people saying, oh, there's going to be a lot of layoffs and they're canceling a bunch of stuff. Um, if you go through and read the article, the whole investor meeting was really focused around how they're going to save money because their numbers were actually lower than what the projections were for that quarter. So they were laying out that 10 year plan to show like how they're going to basically get their money back. And so all the 70 percent of people that are going to get laid off, it's too minimized redundancies with HBO. So like when you have two companies like that, you're going to have a lot of people doing the same roles. Overlapping. Yeah, overlapping. So they're just going to simplify it down. They're going to have to get rid of all those people that are doing the same job, right? They're going to pick. So I think it overall to be good. There are they've already done a lot of uh, like you said there was some scripted stuff from TBS and TNT that got cut because that just took up a lot of overhead. So they're really going to be focusing on how to make that money back and just combining HBO Max and Discovery Plus into one service, it's going to save them $3 billion a year. That's what they said. So that's crazy. Yeah, so th- which is cool. But like, I think when I had written the notes, th- th- this is before I had seen what, what you saw, they said that there was like that 70%, but this was all speculation. We mm. didn't know where they were going to come from and how they were going to handle it. It was just an insider had stated this. And I was like, well, that that sucks. But I think in the business of streaming, they're trying to consolidate as much as they can to minimize how much they spend in-house and to be able to, you know, spend on more content, I guess you would say. And uh, I think uh, I had written down that they like a few things they canceled. I think they canceled... Batgirl, Scooby-Doo, Moonshot, Super Intelligence, and American Pickle, uh, House Party Reboot or something like that. So like over a half a dozen movies. But the crazy thing, I want, <laughs> I do want to say this because I thought this was pretty cool. They're, they're going to make Scoob too, right? They're, they're working on it. It's, it. it's still, even though it's canceled, it's still being worked on right now. What? It's still being worked on? With, really? Yeah, it's still being worked on. And I was like, when I read that, I was like, why? The fact that they're still working on it, maybe there's a chance that they're going to be like, well, it's done. Here it is. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. I think uh, it, it, it Scoob didn't do well enough. But it, it, if could you imagine if the right people saw it, you know, now that the merger of Discovery and all that and, you know, some people don't have HBO. But can you imagine like your grandmother who wants to show her niece 
something on Discovery because she likes 90 Day Fiance for whatever reason now has Scoob on there. You, you get what I'm saying? Where it's being more accessible to other people. HBO is not as accessible to kids, in my opinion, mm. that I've seen. Like I, When I think of my nephew, Brandon, I don't go like, let's go on HBO. <laughs> it's always like... You don't Netflix. want to watch Netflix Sex in the City? You don't want to watch Sex in the City. It's always either <laughs> Netflix or Disney Plus, right? Right. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the accessibility is a, it's like one of the new things that they, they haven't discussed, but I strongly feel that they're going to try to do. Interesting. I will say I didn't care for Scoob. <laughs> I don't even know if I finished it, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think I ended up watching the old ones, the, the live action version. After I was like, I'd rather watch that. Yeah, those are better. <laughs> Ramburgers. Yeah, no, those are good ones. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I read that in an article. It could have been one of those fake articles that I forget. There was an article. There's like these Twitter accounts that Jason had warned me about. And they tell you like these crazy news things that don't like, you're like, no way. It's so far fetched. Like the other day, I, I went in this deep dive where they said that the reason that they canceled Batgirl was because she didn't know how to drive the Batmobile and she kept crashing. And I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> and I was like, dude, is, and I was like, dude, is this real? And I was like, before I send this, I'm going to fact check it. I looked it up and it, it was like this website called Bumblebee or something. Just stupid. clickbait. And it was clickbait. It, it was, was like, it was fake. It was just, that's what they do. Right. It, it's for, for you to make it a laugh. And I was like, no way, dude. I can't believe I fell for it. But I'm glad I didn't send it to y'all. <laughs> and, you, you know, you guys would have. Because one time I sent Jason something and he's all, uh, that's fake. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, you got to be careful. I forget what it was. You got to be careful. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I started blocking uh, those things. I block them now just to, to be careful. So sometimes you know, I, I like to read those for a cheap laugh. You know, sometimes they're just so bad. It's just like the funny. Like, and so I think it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. They're just so funny. So Ernie's going to have to fact check that one because I last I heard it was canceled. Like the Scoop sequel was like completely vaulted. So it's a shame. That's it's your shame. mission, Ernie. That's your mission. Um, So, OK, yeah. So we had a couple other things that came out of that investor meeting that I just want to touch on. So we had talked about the D.C. properties were going to become their own division. So that's true. And I think that leads to what Ernie was saying about trying to find the Kevin Feige that can help facilitate that 10 year plan. The Flash is still being released, like we said. Um, but then also, they're, whether it's in The Flash or whether it's in Black Adam or Shazam, they didn't talk about Aquaman, which was interesting, but um, they are planning to reset the DC universe, and it's going to be centered around Superman. Like They basically want to find that Kevin Feige person, give him the reins and say, just make quality DC movies, but it has to be centered around the three, like the popular characters, right? But Jason isn't our Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Henry Cavill? Yeah, that's well, the, that's the real question. I want to interrupt there. What are the right. what are the three that you feel of the, out of the DC universe are the most important? Superman. Oh, the yeah, the Justice League, right? The Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. You said three, so I was just like, I'm wondering, are you choosing three specifically? Because I know Aquaman's pretty big. I mean, Wonder Woman. See, like the, the movies that are doing well, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, but the second yeah, it's, Wonder it's Woman. crazy. We didn't talk about this, so we mentioned all the other ones that are coming out. But they're working on Wonder Woman as well, right? That's something that's going to come out. But, like, I think I th- Patty Jenkins is working on that again. Yeah, right? I think, I think, I think they stopped it because she couldn't drive the Batmobile. Was that what it was? <laughs> uh, <laughs> they couldn't find the invisible plane. <laughs> they couldn't find the invisible plane. I don't uh, do you remember when she she fricked, uh This is random in, in WW eighty four, whatever Wonder Woman eighty four. She's mm-hmm. like, uh, she's using the lasso of truth to spoiler, spoiler, uh, spoiler, spoiler. She's lassoing the clouds and swinging. 
Do you guys recall this? I thought that was really I cool. I do. I remember. Or the lightning. Sorry, she's doing the lightning. She harnessed the yeah, lightning. Nice and cartoony. Nice and cartoony. It was a cool moment. It was a cool moment. I like that, dude. I, I live for things like that. I know a lot of people hate that kind of stuff. but I, 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 I My like favorite that. part of the movie is when she's saying imagine. Ah, imagine all the people. You know what's funny is I love that that had come out because then in the in the show The Boys, if you guys yes, watch it, they do it and I was dying. They did such that, a that great job. That was hilarious. Uh, they did such a great job. No spoilers. But I didn't hate the second one. I know a lot of people hated it. I didn't hate it that much. I didn't really dislike it. it I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was okay. I probably need to watch it again. So okay, but going back to Superman, right? So he's been shelved for quite a while. Like we haven't seen a good Superman, Man of Steel, in quite some time, right? So, or at least for me, that got me really excited. Like we're gonna get a bunch of awesome Batman, Superman, all the stuff we really have been craving in a, in, a, in quite a bit. But then there was an article that came out. Uh, Screen Rant actually posted about uh, Warner Brothers actually approached Henry Cavill to return as Superman. And I know Ernie was like super excited. Like, right. Like, that's what he's been waiting for. He's like, give me that man of steel, Henry Cavill. And uh, here's the quote. So according to Fandango's Eric Davis, Warner Brothers tried to reach out to Cavill in hopes that the actor would return to the world of DC and put an end to the (laughs) the red cape again. Oh, I'm sorry. I read it wrong. You mean put on the red cape again? What did I say? What did I say? I'm sorry. You said put an end. Put an end. Bury it. In my, in my head, I was Superman. looking and I was like, shoot, yeah. I think I stalled again. I, I think I froze. Okay, let me read it again. You sound uh, like Ernie for a second reading something. Warner Brothers, <laughs> Warner Brothers reached out to Cavill in hopes that the actor would return to the world of DC and put on the red cape again. Unfortunately, Cavill supposedly isn't interested. Uh, mm. full quote was what have you heard about Henry lately I've heard a story that they asked him and he doesn't want to do it he doesn't want to come back dang I don't like Pretty this funny. at all and I hope he's wrong <laughs> I think he wants to bring back the mustache mustache gate dude nah don't, don't say that that's hey, in the contract must come, have on, mustache. come on dude I, I don't like this at all I, I really don't I really hope he has his time to shine again he, we deserve a man of steel too I know a lot of people didn't like it I know I, I I understand you, and I and, and I hear you, but I don't care. Henry, are you speaking to Henry? <laughs> no, no, I'm speaking to the other people that didn't care for this. But I really want a Man of Steel too. I think he works so well. He does such a great job. Everything I love that movie. I really like it a lot. I went back and watched it very uh, recently, and I was like, dang, they had Kevin Costner, dude. Uh, oh man, I was just like, dude, this is. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I thought you yeah. were gonna say, uh, oh, let's "Give him something to strive." If I, if I recall, oh, yeah. if I recall, Ernie, you and I, or Jason, you might have been there too. We went to go see it. Uh, no, it was just showing, actually right? me and you. Out. And and this is a cool little story. So Lex was really excited for this game called The Last of Us, which was coming out June nineteenth, which is my birthday. And I had forced him to come see Man of Steel with me that night instead of going to the midnight release and watch Man of Steel with me because I was really excited for this movie and. It was a little unfair because Ernie told me I was going to see his steel buns, but he was talking about Man of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. But, dude, you know, funny thing, it, it, this is random. Uh, I remember at that time, supposedly the world was supposed to end. There was, like, this whole stupid thing about a calendar. I don't remember what it was. That was 2012, no? No, no. it was It was then. It was when Man of Steel came out because I recall being, like, the mind, well, the mind I hope calendar. I, was well, like I was like, I, I hope I get to see it before the freaking world ends. That was what was, I was thinking. It was so stupid, but I remember Wait, Ernie, this. when did you say the release date was? June 19th is when we saw it. 
Oh, okay. Because it, it was it came 2013, out June right? 14. Yeah, 2013. Yeah. Uh, we, saw, we saw June 19th. No, I'm pretty sure okay, we saw okay. it in the premiere night. Well, yeah, it was premiere night, right? So it wasn't so your birthday. 14. So it wasn't your birthday. No, it, it was, was my birthday, birthday dude. It was probably <laughs> no, for I, your birthday, but not on your birthday. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. One of the one of them, because I remember Yo, it being wrong. my birthday. Ah, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, yeah, it, it, for for my sake, I want you guys to remember that my check? birthday. You fact check this. Oh yeah. Okay. And now, now I have the fact <laughs> check for for the Scoob Two movie that I was telling you guys about. So I was incorrect oh. on this, right? It, I thought it was Scoob Two, but it they they wrote it as Scoob Two collider it has it on their headline but it's scoob holiday haunt which is still being recorded despite the cancellation by warner brothers so they're still working on it is uh, it the animated one yeah it's it's the one yeah it's the, like kind of like what we saw i guess i've, I've oh. never seen this but that's the article i was reading so Dang. it's still being worked you read, on. did you read the headline and not the article was that what no i read the headline and the article <laughs> oh, okay. but i thought that i thought that the scoop too was gonna be Scoob too. Scoop, Scoop couldn't Holiday drive the mystery hunt. van, so they had to cancel it. The Scoob. I can't do Puzzle this. Puzzle thumbs. All right. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. But yeah, but I also want to. I also want to say. Um, I, I would hope Henry Cavill has his time to shine again because I I did enjoy Man of Steel as well. Um, it wasn't my favorite of the DC universe, but I would like to see him, you know, don on the suit again for his own solo outing. You know, we didn't get the best versions of him in the in like Superman versus Batman and. Justice League, you know what I mean? Like it's just kind of like a throwaway character, you know. In in those movies, it seemed like to me, at least. But you know, let's hope we get a second one. So I don't know if you guys heard, but he's in talks to do, um, perhaps be the starring role in the Highlander remake. I don't know if you guys heard this. I did. It was rumored, right? Yeah. I I mean, he's not confirmed, but he was in talks. But if you guys had a choice. A Man of Steel two or a Highlander? Remake? Oh, Man of Steel two! <laughs> oh, come on, Ernie! <laughs> come on, come bad on, bad boy! Come on! Uh, there can only hey, be one. Hey, there can only be one. There can only be one, but it's not going to be Henry Cavill. <laughs> he's like already the Witcher. Dude. He's already. The <laughs> he's already the Witcher. We don't need another That's Witcher, true. dude. I mean, he could probably do both, but it, but he's a gamer, dude. Pays. He wants a game. That's true. true. He builds PCs. He builds PCs. The mm-hmm. other day, I was fixing my PC. I did it without a shirt, but he has a. He, you know, he added a muscle shirt, and I felt as. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen like there's all these thirst TikToks of him building the PC and it's just like the comments are like women like really loving that for some reason it's like uh, he's like why don't you Dude, turn discussion Zaslav needs to get on that and get Henry Cavill to do a, a Discovery Plus show of PC builds with Henry Cavill Dude. Dang. I, I would watch him <laughs> talk about Warhammer I don't know if you guys ever seen his interviews with Warhammer he really loves Warhammer and the way he geeks out about it I would like watch him talk about it like I feel like people who are passionate about something can definitely share a lot and, and i don't know a lot about warhammer but i like what he says it sounds really cool i'm like oh it's really neat all right guys let us know your thoughts on this are you sad that henry Cavill is not interested in playing man of steel again or do you think he'll come back if they're given the right deal right circumstances let us know on twitter and but, mustache hey, what's, or no mustache oh yeah should the mustache be in the contract let us know <laughs> all right ernie what's the next bit of news all right, so this is uh, something that we hadn't discussed, but I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on during the Hall H discussion with Kevin Feige, president of Marvel Studios. He stated that the Fantastic Four movie, he said, a lot of people know this origin story. A lot of people know the basics. How do we take that and bring it to something that they've never seen before? Now, I know we've had two iterations of the fan. I think we might have had three. I think something in like the 70s, 80s. I don't even know. 
but we've had a few <laughs> iterations of Fantastic Four. They, they always kind of tell you the story about who they are and, and how they became who they are, right? Lex, I don't know how big of a fan of Fantastic Four you are. I know you really liked uh, Chris Evans as Johnny Storm, and he makes a little jacuzzi <laughs> after Flame On. <laughs> Just, I don't know if you guys remember that. I do, I do. <laughs> Random scene. <laughs> but this is uh, to your thoughts. Do you think we need an origin story? No, I, I don't. You know, actually, yeah, we did get it back. You know, I, I think you're referring to Ernie. There was like a movie in like the 90s or something like that. But that's pretty forgotten. I don't think anyone really, really talked about that. But then we had the other ones that came out, which is like what, early 2000s. And then we had the one in 2000. Was it 14? I don't know when the came that the new reboot came out. I didn't even watch that one because I heard it was just so bad that I didn't care to watch it. And I feel like a lot of people didn't watch it. So maybe an origin story would work for like the newer age of the kids. The younger generation are watching these movies, and I don't think a lot of them are going to know who the Fantastic Four is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it, it, I think you could also say that about Spider-Man. Like, we have so many things to kind of fall back on to see the origin yeah. story that I feel like you don't need your hand to be held, especially True. with the new generation where it's just a click away, a Google search. But also, Spider-Man has been in, like, every Marvel movie up to this point, you know what I mean? Like... So when it got to his movie, you know, it's, we didn't need that origin because we'd seen him so many mm-hmm. times already. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. We the last time we saw Fantastic Four was spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I just but, say funny, funny, real ahead. quick, real quick before you? Sorry, I, I keep interrupting you. Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer was the first movie I saw by myself. Wow. I remember. I'm, I remember. I, I'm like, I really want to go see this movie. It looks because cool. of Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba, and but I, but I was uh, but I was a fan of the Silver Surfer as well. I thought he was going to be a cool and Galactus. I was super excited to see Galactus, but obviously we all know how that turned out. But I remember getting dropped off with my mom to go watch that movie by myself. And I was like, yes, this is that's awesome. funny. I that's like a, this a lot. That's hilarious. <laughs> okay. So you said that we did, we, you would want an origin story. I think um, so, but not my, too heavy of an origin story. Mm-hmm. Now, Jason, same question for you. Now, would you want to have an origin story or would you like them to have the inclusion of the mutants in the multiverse? Now we know that X-Men and everything is going to be a part of the new Marvel phase. Right. What do you think? Well, I feel like I agree with Lex as far as we don't really, we haven't seen them for a while, except for the spaghetti, like you said. But really, we have so many origin stories from all these Marvel movies now that it doesn't really matter. It's like, oh, you have powers. Do we really care how you got them? Let's just tell a good story, right? Ms. Marvel, she had like a bracelet. People were all complaining like, oh, the origin wasn't exactly the same. Does it matter? You just want to tell a good story. So the get mutant to it. part, yeah, just get to it. Like, we know all you have special powers of some sort. Just tell us what they are, and then look it the, up. What's the conflict? <laughs> what's the threat? Yeah, <laughs> you know, She-Hulk, for example. Like, do we really care? She becomes the She-Hulk. Like, we know. Like, you can go look in the comics if you really want. I, to. I think. Just, I think a way they could do like the Fantastic Four. Like, if they're gonna do a movie, they can just show the opening scene, them all on that planet. You know, they get you know whatever happens, and you know how they get to the, how they are, and then just fast forward. Like okay. a friend montage. Just say this is how it happened, but let's not. But let's yeah. But let's not see them adapting. You know what I mean? Like let's see how it happened, and then just cut a couple of years in and be like, all right, yeah, they're used to it. Yeah, I agree with you, Jason. I think they definitely don't need an origin story. We know enough. I think the one show for me that really worked, where I didn't really care for the origin story, we just kind of we got a little bit of it, but it wasn't. They didn't really go in depth and everything. Was Moon Knight, right? Um, you know, if you guys haven't seen the show, you guys should check it out. But the way that they did it where it was just quick and it was it was just there it wasn't like something that they really dove into 
I think worked for me. And I, I like again, I want to agree with Lex is maybe they could just do some sort of flashback where it's okay, this is what happened to them and, and see how they're already living like five years after the fact. As of now, we don't know how the Fantastic Four movies will be or what they're trying to be in the overall grand scheme of the Marvel phase because uh, I think I forget what phase this was at the top of my head. I think it might be phase six, right? The start so of phase six. Of the, it's a start of it, so it, it's it's completely different from everything that we've gotten. It's just going to flip everything that we've already known from the past. I want to ask you guys, I don't know if this is too on the spot, fan casting. Who do you guys want to see in the roles? I think I, I like who they already chose. Jessica the Alba. John. And, uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's like, he's like Jessica Evans, Alba. Michael Jessica Alba. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can see them bringing in like... Uh, Dean so, Norse from Breaking Bad as the thing. Yeah. He was a good choice. I liked him. Or or they're just going to bring a date, Batista, and say, screw it. Gosh, <laughs> no, no, no. I hope not. It's going to be a voice actor, I'm sure, because it's gonna, he's yeah. going to be all CG. He's not going to be that. I thought Michael B. Jordan as, as Johnny Storm was a great choice, but obviously, you know, yeah. they already have him as Black Panther. I don't know. I mean, Chris Evans sure. became Captain America, right? That's it's, true. And then they're saying John Krasinski's wife, right? What's her name? Uh, from, Emily uh, Blunt. Uh, Emily Blunt, as they want her as Sue Storm as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be fine yeah. with that. I don't know if they'll do it, but and Jack Black as Galactus. Ah, I wanted to say though, you you mentioned Captain America. I wonder if they're gonna bring them into the future, kind of like they did with Captain America. I felt like one of the things that I really liked about Captain America's origin was having him adjust to the world now, and I felt like they didn't do enough of that. But I would like to see more if they were to do it with. Fantastic Four. If they're set in that same time period, mm. and then they brought so. into the I future, I think they'd have to be part of the future, unless they do some sort of time skip. I think I think they were saying that the thing that Reed Richards uses in Multiverse of Madness is something that like Kang uses, which can supposedly teleport time or something like that. Or I, I forget what the mm. double check, fact check that guys. But I remember seeing that. I'm like, oh well, maybe that's like something like you're saying, like yeah. have a time skip. But it. it would you guys like to see the past characters come back already? Mm-hmm. As long as they have the fantastic the car cast. in there, that'll be good. I'm, I'm guessing they're going to pick a younger cast, right? Um, they're going to pick somebody that has longevity that'll stick around for multiple. Probably. Yeah, because that's kind of like what they're, where they're going, right? They're kind of going for like the young Avengers, right? What's the guy from uh, How I Met Your Mother and Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Neil Patrick Harris. Jason Siegel? Jason Siegel? <laughs> Siegel. Yeah, no, yeah. Like, Who is he going to be? They were saying he might play the thing. Really? He, he could be a thing. He could be. Interesting. I, I don't he could think just he's be a young. thing. Yeah. He seems like he's younger than uh, the Breaking Bad. Jason Siegel? Is he? Is he really that young? I don't I think he's a little older now. Yeah, he's, he's got to be like older now. He's, yeah. I mean, it's all I CG, think, though. I think I think he's just, he's tall, but I don't think he has, I don't know. I mean, if he, like you said, Jace, it's just going to be probably voice acted work. So he might not have to do anything. He could probably be in a green suit. I would want him to be in a suit like to. Michael Chickles was, man. I mean, what's your point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think like because uh, like Rocket Rocket Raccoon is Bradley Cooper. He's not very. He's not that young either, and he's doing that voice. Well, he's not even there though. It's it's uh, Sean Gunn's brother yeah. who's doing the, yeah, the yeah, mocap. Yeah. It's true. And what about what about also like Groot, right? Or Vin John Diesel. Gunn? What's his name? Well, uh, Taika Titi was Korg. He was Korg, actually in the yeah. mocap with a. Helmet just like they drew for Thanos, right? So you get the eye line. Yeah, Thanos did the same thing. Yeah, I think I yeah. think Vin I think Diesel might have done that as well. No, didn't he? I, I could have sworn I saw an set picture. Fact check, fact check me though. Fact check. I don't know about that one, honestly. I feel like uh, <laughs> that guy just he shows up late for work. <laughs> Yo, how is he gonna show up late for work if he's fast and furious? I'm uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. No, no, no. I I, I just remember hearing that he he like 
he was saying in an interview that he liked to play in the role of Groot because he didn't have to come in and work out or do anything. So could be he was his home freaking recording. I mean, he's probably in a closet. In the pocket. In the pocket. <laughs> and he fell asleep in the pocket. <laughs> Only we will know that reference because nobody saw that movie. But uh, all right, guys. Did you have any other thoughts around the Fantastic Four before we move on to the next topic? I do not. Yeah, I do. I have one question, and it's just for you, Jason. All right, are oh. you ready? How are they going to handle the spaghetti arms? Oh, that's true. Well, I don't know. See, this is, I, I have given up on trying to figure it out because I feel like it's going to fail. Like, this movie's not going to work out because of the spaghetti arms. Yeah, like, how's it going to look cool? You know, the lower angles, you're saying the shots, they're going to do like a... Th- yeah, I was telling you that. They're going to do shots, yeah. At some point, they're going to do a wide shot, and it's going to look corny as heck, and... Maybe it's, it'll be like Morbius and people are like, go see this movie. It's that bad. I, you know, it's funny because <laughs> right now we're talking about the CGI and, and everything that's going on and the content creators who are protesting that they're working long hours and all that stuff. And I think we discussed it. But now they had come out with that thing with She-Hulk. Now, this is not on the notes, but I wanted to get your thoughts on this. So one of the creators was saying that the reason people dislike it, I'm not going to get into her, her whole thing, but she ba- they, they basically say that the reason people don't like the CGI is because they're they're creating a woman and uh, they can never get the proportions right to how people would like her like to see them and all this stuff. And then the Internet just went ablaze and <laughs> they went after because <laughs> they're like, that's not why people didn't like the CGI. Yeah. It's like it doesn't look good. And it was but the way that they they try to turn it around that it was because of a woman. And there was like nobody cares that it's a woman. The physical form had nothing to do with the bad CGI. I don't think like it was all the face, right? The face looked muddy and weird. Yeah, yeah, it was strange. So I thought too that people were upset that the fact that they made her seem a lot smaller than the Hulk himself. You know, why does the woman have to be smaller? You know what I mean? Like, oh, but then you see her like chucking him. In, did you see the like the the newest teaser? He she like throws him. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm like, so obviously she's she can go toe to toe with the Hulk. She's so pretty strong. Fine. Yeah. No, she she's strong. I mean, she's a great character, dude. I, I really I'm excited to see the show. But Me I too. yeah, the CGI uh, CG the way I said that the CGI looks a little wonky, a little funky, funk, a little jank. I think last time me and Jason were talking about this when we had discussed the trailer, the first one, it was really, really off. And then they brought out a better one where it got a lot better, and it, but it still is not great. But I mean, like, I think we need to set our expectations here. This is a Disney Plus show. It's a show, yeah. Yeah, this isn't going on the movie theaters. It's not going to sell gangbusters. But that's, not, but that's not to say that they, they spent a lot of money on these episodes. It's not yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. That is true. But I don't think they spent freaking avengers money or freaking endgame you know what i mean that's that's not that that's true and they're creating an entirely new character because they've had the hulk since avengers right to like perfect him over time so Who this is still not gotten his due as a for a movie <laughs> that's true <laughs> like a solo I know. that would be the easiest well i'm not the easiest but it would be an easy get. yeah but at least we might we I might know. get to leave something up to it do you remember this jason i think a long time ago me and you before we had the podcast we discussed this thing where uh, I remember seeing in an interview with Mark Ruffalo that they were going to make a show of the Hulk. Do you remember this? Yeah, way back in the day. It was like just going to be him being chased by Alex Ross, the the actor that just passed away. God rest his soul. But Thunderbolt uh, Ross. Huh? Yeah, Thunderbolt Ross. Do you remember? And then they were they were going to like they, they were going to chase him. And it sounded like like kind of like the show with Lou Ferrigno. And you're going to get ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you know what? While we're on that topic, I will say I didn't mind the Incredible Hulk movie that with Edward Norton. 
Yeah, it was a different flavor. I, I enjoyed it. And that that technically is part of the MCU, right? That was supposed to be like the very first kind of like... Yeah, because the, the uh, Abomination, he's the same, right? He's the same from that original movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Coming out, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's coming back. It's continuity. And he was in Shang-Chi, too. Yeah, dude, I feel like this show is going to have a bunch of Easter eggs just from seeing all the Ernie's previews. favorite Wong is back. You're not Wong. You're not Wong about that. <laughs> no, not Wong. <laughs> I know we talked about how they, you know, if, if Wong should get a show. I found this account on Twitter. A stan account for Wong, and they're just the whole time they're just like Wong should have his own show. Wong this and that, this and that. I'm like, does he work though? Like, does it work? It's like if Agent Coulson had a show. Um, I've never known what stan means. Does that mean like people are like for him or like supporting? Is that what that means? It's like biggest fan. I I, I might be wrong, Lex, but I think it all stems from the song "Stand" by Eminem. Right where he's writing the letter to Eminem, it's like a person, and he's telling him, "Hey, he's, uh, I wrote you this letter, man." He's like a big fan of Eminem, and he's writing him all these letters of the things that are happening. He's all, "My girlfriend just had a had a baby, and all this stuff," and and his name was Stan. That's where they got it from. But I might be wrong. Uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Have you guys never heard the song Stan? No, I know the it's song. A really big yeah. Eminem song. No, Stand by yeah, Me. Yeah. It's like a it's like a poem almost. I don't know why you said that. That was. <laughs> <laughs> this guy <laughs> just says random things. Stand by me. Jesus, <laughs> uh, Louise, freaking legs. He threw me off on that one. What's the next why. topic? What's the next topic? I know. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> Ernie, are you going to talk about uh, Netflix or you want to skip it? Yeah, let's get into the next one. This one's going to be pretty quick, Jace. I know you didn't want to discuss as much, but I did want to bring this up because I do know a few people. No, 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 no. Don't disagree with me, Jason. You guys can't see, but he's nodding his head back and forth. He's smiling now. But let me tell you guys this, because I know there's people that want to hear about this. Last time we discussed a few episodes back, Netflix is going to have an ad tier. So basically, you're going to pay for a tier in Netflix that's a little cheaper, but it's going to have ads. Now, everyone was like, okay, that's that's fine. Some people don't mind ads, and, and they, they, they think it's okay. But uh, there was an interview with the co-CEO and chief content officer, Ted Sarandos, when asked about the licensing issues for the shows on Netflix. He said, today, the vast majority of what people watch on Netflix, we could include in ad-supported tier today. There are some things that wouldn't be included that we are in conversation with studios on. But if we launch the product today, the members in the ad tier would have a great experience. Now, the reason I brought this up and I wanted you guys to know is because that means that you can't, if you're watching, I don't know, Shrek the movie, and all of a sudden the ad is for something that Disney related or something, they Scoop won't watch. Two. Yeah, Scoop 2, whatever. And they don't want you to have that while you're watching that movie because it could hurt the brand or something. There's a lot of little things. But I thought this was interesting to share it because is the ad version of this worth it? Because you're going to, like, there's a lot of things that people go to Netflix for that can possibly not be there in the ad tier. So I wanted to get your thoughts on that, Lex. I mean, I know we pay for the highest subscription because you get that Patreon money, but... <laughs> Actually, I don't. I don't. My dad pays for it. Uh, thank you. Shout out, <laughs> uh, my dad. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. I mean, I, I'm not for it, but I am also don't really care if there's an ad, right? I mean, it's just... Add it to the list. Okay, I already have Hulu, so I mean, I've already seen Hulu shows enough that where the ad comes, that I'm used to it. We're just going back to the, our old ways of uh, TV watching, right? Just seeing these. Yeah, ads. but but see, okay, let's say you couldn't watch Always Sunny Philadelphia because of I don't know a Ford commercial that had come out on it. Like, mm-hmm. would you be okay with losing that content? The the Family Guy. I don't I don't know what else you watch on there, but 
I guess it depends on the show. Like when you start watching it, like it, you know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. Yeah. But see, that's the thing is like, would we even know that we lost it? No, probably not. It would just be something that we just don't have access to. (laughs) Yeah. Because I, I think I was telling Jason this, I was saying like my uncle or his grandpa or whatever gets Netflix add tier. Do mm-hmm. they even know what the upgraded tier gives them? Or would Netflix be like, well, if you pay more money, you're going to get this. Mm-hmm. Could that be a way for them to get you to get out of the ad tier? You know, it's like a, a stepping point, a, a barrier to entry, right? As we always say, Jason. Now, your thoughts on this. What do you think? I honestly don't think the majority of people will notice because all of the Netflix originals will be on there. It'll just be certain things, right? It'll be the things that they struck a deal with your mission impossibles, your good fellas, like certain movies maybe, but it's funny because you can search in Netflix right now for shows that are in movies that are not on Netflix and it'll show up in the search results. But then you try to click on it. It's like, Oh, we don't have that, but you can watch these. Like, you know, they recommend the other ones. So it'll be similar, right? It'll be similar. Like you'll search your family guy and it'll be like, Oh, it's not available. And it'll have an upsell probably, you know, Oh, if you subscribe though, you can get it right away. And, I, I think it goes back to kind of what you were saying a while back or anywhere they should offer where you can save movies, like buy movies right there or shows right there. That upsell would be would be great, I think, for Netflix. Like imagine if yeah, it'd be. you didn't have Family Guy, mm-hmm. they didn't have a deal with Family Guy, but you could buy it right there and it would go into your library. But that's just a, a side idea. But I really don't think people will notice overall. I think the only people that would notice is us who are the consumers of a lot of content i i think if i start to see that you know I, i'm not saying i watch mission impossible or i watch all the shrek movies or the twilight movies when they have them there but the fact that i know that they are they're there it's comforting you know what i mean right. and, and if i lost that it would give me uh less incentive to want to keep a service but then again it's like it's like well if you want that content pay for the higher tier so there's both sides to this thing. But I, I'm curious. I honestly want to know other people's thoughts because it's getting expensive. It's getting pricier. It's like almost 20 bucks or something like that, right? I'm curious to yeah. hear the thoughts of people who want this service but want to have it at a cheaper price point. And sound off on Twitter, guys, please, at Watchful Tweets, and let us know right in, and, and I'm really curious. I agree. I agree. Okay, let's get into Ernie's favorite section of the show, and that is Twitter questions. Tweet, tweet. Tweet, tweet. Dang, this guy was ready <laughs> to go. <laughs> yeah, that scared me, dude. I don't know why. I didn't expect that, but I welcome it. Okay, so the first one comes from at Real Chris Says, and he asks, what's your favorite Denzel Washington movie? Uh, Lex, now you were thinking about this for a while. What's your favorite Denzel movie? Yes, quite a while. You know, I already brought up a good point. You know, there's so many Denzel Washington movies, but like I couldn't really think of what I liked. But you know what? There was a movie that really stuck out to me back when I was younger. And that movie is John Q. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, anybody, the listeners, but this film is basically, you know, he's this father, his spoiler alert, by the way, it's a 2002 movie. If you haven't seen it. (laughs) Um, His son needs a heart transplant. And he can't afford it, obviously, because, you know, insurance, right? So relevant today. Uh, it's so expensive. It has to take, like, the, the emergency room hostage. And it's very, very touching film. A powerful performance from Denzel Washington. I, I remember watching it multiple times. I don't know what it was. I just really it was just a great movie to me. So I would have to say that's, that's probably one of my favorites from him. Nice. What about you, Ernie? Yeah, so I was looking through the list, and one of the movies that really stuck out to me that I really enjoyed some of his earlier work is the movie glory. I used to watch this. They used to play it 
<laughs> funny thing they used to put it on and in high school for us and i've seen this movie a handful of times and i always enjoyed it it's a really great movie it came out in 1989 he plays private trip and uh, matthew broderick is in it as well it's, it's about the civil war but it's the first all-black volunteer company that you know joins the war and denzel washington's at the forefront of everything that's going on and it's just a really touching story. Did you, if you guys can look up the trailer, the trailer is so epic. It's like, it's like this, and it's so freaking sweet. But but the movie is not like that. Like the trailer is is epic because of the music. It's pretty sweet. But the movie is far better than that. And and I think, without getting into too much spoilers, I mean, it's, it's a Civil War movie. What could I mean? If you guys didn't read that in school, I don't know what, I don't know what to tell you. But it, it's it's very moving. People are like, Captain America movie Civil War? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one with Bucky Barnes? No, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a very touching movie. It has, it has great moments, really cool action scenes. Matthew Broderick really does a great job. And I, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't really talk about him in this film. Uh, every time I'm, he's mentioned, they usually always mention Ferris Bueller, uh, never glory. <laughs> but glory is a good one. That's awesome. For me, I, I was thinking about this and I felt a little bit like Nicolas Cage in The Unbearable Weight of Talent when the, he's asked, what's, it, what's your favorite movie? And he's like, that's a question that's impossible to answer. It's like, like how could you? Po-? And then, uh, that's how I felt. Because great impression. Great impression. <laughs> he's done. Thank you. Thank you. He's done so many like great movies and I've liked pretty much all the movies that he's in. But I, I think I'll answer it with one of the more recent movies that I really loved him in. And that was uh, Fences. I don't know if you guys saw Fences. It's a period drama in the 1950s he's in pittsburgh and he's uh he's always dreamed of becoming a professional ball player and he ends up getting married to viola davis which is one of the other reasons why i really love this movie because he's opposite viola davis and they have he he has a a lot of weight that he's carried around raising his kids being a father and then there's just that scene where he just erupts like everything explodes out of him and Viola Davis is just like going toe to toe with him. And like it's so much great acting goes on in this movie. They really just like empty out all their struggles and uh, I won't spoil it, but great performance that really stuck with me. And I sometimes go back and watch just how, how the whole thing unfolds, but him and Viola Davis, dude, like those two are pretty powerhouses. Powerhouses. Mm -hmm. There you go. So that'd be my answer. I've I've never seen the movie fences, but it's one of the ones I have not either. I've I've always wanted to watch, but it's just, I just never get around to it. I, I was on the fence to watch it, but I think you just confirmed <laughs> uh, it. Ah, look at him. Look I'm at kidding, him. Okay, okay, okay. It's pretty time. good. It's pretty good. So that's uh, that's my answer. Thank you for the question, Chris. Our next one comes from at Aynert says, we've had uh, some great action movies this year. What's your favorite as far as action movies so far? And he has pictures of everything, everywhere, all at once. Top Gun Maverick, RRR, or Triple R, as they say, and then Prey. Uh, those are like the thumbnails that he put in there. But Lex, let's start with you. What? What? I know you haven't seen RRR, but of all the movies you've seen, what's been your favorite action movie? Oh, it's a tough one to say. You know what? I Minions Rise of Gru. Yes. She's gonna say. <laughs> um, I actually just saw Bullet Train, which is a, which is a great action movie. That, um, but I'm not gonna rank it at top. I still am gonna go with Everything, Everywhere, All at Once as probably my top movie of the year so far. And one of the most entertaining and, and action-driven I've seen. I'm a stand by it. Um, stand nice. by it, if you will. I'll have to check out R&R, R, Triple R, whatever that you guys recommended to me. I haven't seen Prey yet, which is also in the thumbnail. But I will say Maverick was awesome as well. But I'm going to stick with everything anywhere. So what about you guys? 
What about you, Jason? Jason, I want to hear Jason's. Yeah. Ah, dang. Okay, I I'm with you, Lex. Like that was a really good movie. I don't really group it into action. As far as like top movies, I would put it at the top, but I, I kind of want to say Top Gun Maverick just because I really, really enjoyed watching that movie, especially like in the IMAX with the with the booming sound. It just it's just a fun movie. You walk away just loving that movie uh, with a good feeling, smiling, right? Smiling. That's right. Want to fly a plane? Right. You want to like become a pilot just for that. Um, I feel like Triple R would probably be right up there with it if I had seen it in the theater. Probably would have elevated my excitement for it just as much. It's sad that I had to watch it on Netflix, but I would say Top Gun Maverick and then RR is close second. But Ernie, how about you? So for me, is it's I think one of the highest grossing movies that you guys have ever heard about. Morbius, Dang. the best. Now I'm just joking. Um, for <laughs> me, it's uh, it's this. <laughs> for me, it's The Northman. I think we I think we've forgotten about that movie. I think it came out in April, so it's it's had been a couple mm-hmm. months now. But that's probably one of my favorite movies that had come out this year. I will. For for action is what I want to say. I, I think it just had these great moments and the sceneries and the way that they shot the film while the, you know, the scenes. There's some just great shots to really invoke violence in a film. You know, it sounds like it's very easy, but they made it an art. And, and I, I, I implore you guys to go watch this film if you can. It's out now so you guys can definitely, you know, get it digital. Yeah, it's a really good movie. And I, I'm I'm glad that I was able to go watch this in theaters, but since that's not the case now, <laughs> you guys <laughs> should still check it out at home. It, it's just a phenomenal film. Dang, you guys want to know, uh, I haven't actually finished the movie yet. We started watching it, and then I think it got to the point where they were like acting like wolves, like prancing around, and then... Uh, oh, smelling each other. You're like in the beginning, bro. I know, and then we got to... <laughs> A little further, I, but I think that was the moment where my wife's like, I don't know about this movie. That's, that's me and Ernie's favorite part, dude. We reenacted <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one. We, we actually like reenacted that recently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're, they're smelling each other's uh, burps and farts. Like weird <laughs> stuff, yeah. And it's like, uh, I watched some more of it, but I wanted to watch it with my wife. And then she, she just, you know, it was a hard sell. It was a hard sell for let her. Me tell you, let me tell you something, Jason. And this is from the bottom of my heart. I am... Very disappointed in you right now. I, I honestly <laughs> am really disappointed in you. I've never been, I, I've been disappointed because you didn't want to watch Midsommar, but this hurts. Oh, and I don't hurt easy. <laughs> I will say, my girlfriend, it was it was a hard sell, but I just took her to the theater. Oh, there you go. There and you we go. just watched it. She she enjoyed it. She liked it more than um, the Green Knight. Oh, see, we watched the Green Knight. Okay, my girlfriend, she's not a fan of like period kind of movies like that. Like she's period pieces. She's not yeah. really, yeah, she's not really a huge fan of that, but she enjoyed it. Okay, oh, I, I'm okay. still gonna finish it. I was I was no, hoping I that don't I don't even want you to watch it anymore, to be honest with you. <laughs> this guy, I implore you to watch it. Uh, except for I, you, I, Jason. I, yeah, <laughs> except for you, Jason. You i I already had asked you a long time ago. And the fact that you did this and bring, brought it out to podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be honest. People I had are to probably be like, honest. wow, he's really pissed. No, no, it's fine. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I I would want you to watch it, but after what you just said, this movie's probably not for you. They, no, I it, well, okay. It's probably not for you. It just it's <laughs> it's not gonna get. There's not gonna be a moment in the film where it's just gonna change, uh, like in terms of like tone and and overall yeah, story it's that and what's same kind style of happening. Like it's gonna be movie. that same style throughout the whole film. If that that beginning didn't entice you, the rest of the film isn't gonna ha- isn't gonna get you, isn't gonna grab you. I was really okay. just wanting to keep it with the with the wife to just kind of finish it. I was hoping she would have brought it up, but it never it never came up in conversation again. So. I think she was a little. Uh, so maybe I'll just watch it on my own. 
Ernie has left the building out of disappointment. He is so upset. Yeah, he's um, he's a, he got up the chair. He walked away. <laughs> he, he's gone south, Min. Ernie, you're south on mute. Oh, I wasn't angry, but I was I was a little upset because I was like, oh, I can't believe like the one movie, dude, the one movie. He implored. I was excited for <laughs> this, it. I, we were both excited for it. I remember. I remember when we saw the like I saw the trailer and I was telling you like oh he catches the axe I'm like that was when I was like I'm sold I gotta go see this and right when I saw that I want to go see it that day I was like I have to do it I Dang. had to do it and did you oh, see it for man. your birthday and the world was ending as well and yeah. the world was ending and <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh no that was April my birthday's in June but it shows what you know yeah fact check it fact check it now he's <laughs> now he's even more yeah. disappointed now I'm even more disappointed <laughs> than you dude that you can remember my birthday that's crazy. Dude, you know it's crazy. So we, I, you know, we brought on Lex to to join the Watch Closely family, but we're getting rid of Jason after what he just did. That's it. That's it. All right. So getting getting back to the question, guys. So what was your favorite action movie this year? Was it Everything Everywhere All at Once? Was it Top Gun Maverick? Was it The Northman? Which now I need to watch before the next episode. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No. All right. Should we go on to the next? To the next. Let's one? Go on. Let's go on. Yes. So thank you at a nerd says for the question. Uh, the next one actually from uh, at discussing film, and they said that uh, Sonic Three and Avatar Three will both be released in December twenty twenty four. Now uh, we haven't seen the trailer for Sonic Three, but we know it's coming. And uh, if you had to pick between the two, what are you watching opening night? Avatar or Sonic? Yeah, well, you know it's funny. I was hoping you were gonna say something, <laughs> Jason. What do you want to watch? What do I want to watch? Yeah, because wherever was, you go, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be watching The Northman before any of these. Uh, before any of these. No, I'm definitely watching Avatar. I feel like I have to watch Avatar. We haven't even seen the sec the sequel though. What if the no, sequel's terrible? terrible? I haven't seen the second one. <laughs> what if it's you know, terrible? Oh, oh yeah. my gosh! You know, I didn't even read that. I am so. I thought that was Avatar two for some reason. Yeah, no, it's the dude, third that's one. crazy. You're yeah. right. What if what if we cuz I know we're going to go see the second one for sure this year right. in December. Could you imagine Jason we walked out <laughs> disappointed. Like we were just like I can't believe he did this and now we have to wait for three more <laughs> of these. <laughs> right. Thank goodness we have Sonic 3 to watch opening night. But yeah, I don't know. I mean it's James Cameron. It's a, it's a tricky one cuz it is the third one. Lex, what do you think? Yeah, I was gonna say I haven't even seen the second Avatar as well. <laughs> um, you know, and I, I always, I always kind of say this. I, when I first saw the first Avatar, I was not impressed. I wasn't a fan, but I also, oh my goodness, that was uh, honest, and it was the first movie I fell asleep to. But oh my, I will Hold give on. it another chance. I, I know or there, I we disappointed <laughs> hey, you again. Let me say it again. I'm hey, he's, he's, I don't think I've Ernie, ever been this disappointed <laughs> in you, Lex. Ernie has left. Now. Ernie has left the podcast again. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I know, I know. I do need to give it a, uh, another try. I do apologize. Another thing you might be disappointed. Don't apologize in. to me. Apologize, to James, <laughs> James Cameron. Cameron. I'm sorry, James Cameron. <laughs> You're not gonna have my 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 twenty dollars ticket. And honestly, I haven't even seen any of the Sonic movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, this question is like, this is not crafted for you at all. This is not my question. Yeah. I, I, maybe I'll be playing the avatar game at that time. But I think if I wasn't to choose and come down to it, it would be avatar three because I know I'm going to watch the second one. I'm injured. Even the second one, I want to watch the first one before and my mind will change. I'm sure I'm older. I'm a little more wiser. I've seen a couple things. So, <laughs> and you know, you know, it's funny. Who would have thought Sonic would have thunk it would have been so successful. Especially when it first started with the ugly Sonic, but I don't know. It's just a, it's just a funny thing to think, right? 
Yeah, that that's a that's a such a big point in our history of media consumption. I, I think I think a lot of people forget that people on the internet <laughs> got that character changed. Isn't that wild that we've come to a point where people can get angry about something and, and have the the creator recreate that? That was someone's I art. Mean, that was a bad. Someone choice. someone I know, but someone got paid to create that and they greenlit that and it came out like that they got fired and, and got hired for she and, it, and, it's, <laughs> and it's crazy I, I it's just it's so wild and and, and it, you know what's even funnier than that i don't even think we've ever discussed but the movie cats it got released terrible cgi right mm-hmm. they re-released mm-hmm. it with better cgi do you guys remember this like the renders finally complete <laughs> like they patched it they patched it like a yeah. video game oh my gosh they patched it like a video game dude it's the crazy like what a time what a time to live in powerful place internet's a powerful place yeah you know we come to the internet to live to laugh to, to love <laughs> i didn't even add this but yeah i'm gonna probably watch avatar 3 i didn't even i was i said i was gonna go wherever jason is mm-hmm. and usually i'm always where he is mm. he's always next to me warm arm why are you so warm? All right, guys. So what do you think? Avatar 3 or Sonic 3? Which one are you going to go see? Let us know on Twitter. Uh, last question of the day. The triggering one. The triggering one. <laughs> do you want to answer this Please. Question? This <laughs> is want- loaded. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm curious to actually hear Lex's comment too. But So we were in the topic of uh, spoiler casting for reviews. Whether to spoil or not to spoil. And we got a, we got a comment from at... The Harrier Stefan. And <laughs> that picture is pretty sweet. <laughs> and the comment is, uh, if you can't review a film without spoiling or without posting spoilers, he says, I think you're uh, you're just a bad critic, to be honest. Now, this is his opinion. You know, we, 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 mm-hmm. we wanted to discuss this. But Ernie, what do you think? Do you think you can be a good critic and give spoilers? Or do you think he's right? Like, what do you think? Uh, I don't think he's wrong. I think he has a point to a certain degree because I strongly believe this. If a critic doesn't give you their full opinion, uh, and I mean, I, I think I think the problem with spoilers, it has such a bad connotation, right? You know, speaking on a certain scene and, you know, not being able to, to uh, uh, convey what you're trying to say as concise as you want to say it, I think definitely hinders your overall review. If you don't, if you if you don't watch the full movie, and talk about certain scenes that pertain to the film and how you perceive them, I think it just it does it just it doesn't work for everyone. I I, I could I agree with him. I understand what he's saying. Like I know that there is people that can be great reviewers and not say anything, but at that point they're just saying an opinion of something without implementing anything of the film does that make sense where i can i i could watch a movie and basically say the same thing about every film i I think i think uh, pay attention to a lot of the reviewers you guys watch they all have a very similar way of uh, describing a film right and i think we do that as well but i try to stay away from that but they're like oh this story follows this character and then it just what what you know about the trailer and then it'll tell you like oh yeah and he was funny and oh and and then there was like this dark moment and and then there was this and that's all they say but my whole theory is like i want you to tell me why you felt that that was dark at that moment tell me 
tell me the the the, the reasoning behind it like uh, like go more in depth and i think with with non-spoilers you can't get that but then again I, we're, i'm not the best critic I, i'm this is something i'm learning so the fact that he, he brought it out i mean like i said he's not wrong and I, I definitely want to get better about not spoiling things. I always spoil everything. It's just hard for me not to talk about something without saying it. It's just, I don't know why. It's just, it's tough for me. And maybe I am a bad critic because of that. But I, I think he's talking about other people who just spoil stuff on the internet. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's just people that, like, will tweet out stuff like, oh, I can't believe this happened in Game of Thrones. And you're like, well, why would you say that? Yeah, you know, I, I don't disagree as well. But I think there's just a difference between discussing, like, like saying a review of a film and saying your thoughts on a film. I mean, like and I've, I've spoken to this about Ernie before. Like we're not critics. Like we're not, you know, we're not journalists. We're not, you know, we're not like that kind of critic. We just like to talk about a movie. And that's, that's most of the time we do is we just, just discuss it. It always helps more when you talk about the spoilers, you know, you, you know, we like to think about it. Like the way I like to think about it when I'm talking about a movie is I'm just talking with my friends that have seen the movie and we can be like, whoa, you know, when this happened, that was crazy. Like that was wild. You know, I don't think that that's not a critic. That's just, you know, we're just talking our thoughts, how we felt on the film. Um, so that's kind of my idea. Ernie, the, the thing about him, you thinking he's talking about people who just post spoilers on the internet. He also says a critic though. So someone who just randomly posts on the internet is not a critic, right? They're just posting to ruining it for, for everyone. I'm the type of person who likes to read reviews for films. Like I'm always, I've always kind of been like that. I'll read the spoiler ones after the fact in the movie, but when I when I when I have a movie coming out, I like to read the review, and it's when it's really in debt and it's just really well constructed, without saying any spoiler. You know, it's great. I am not trained to do that, <laughs> so the way, like I said, you know, the way we talk about it is like we're just talking to friends. But you know, Harry yeah. or Steven, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. I I agree with what you guys are saying. I think there's an art to getting somebody excited for a film that you liked without giving it all away. There's an art to like how you craft it, right? You can touch on certain things, but it's it's tricky, right? Like I think it, there's a skill that you develop over time. I mean, when you do it a lot, that's probably what critics, they build that skill over time. Uh, I think it also takes a lot more kind of mental gymnastics in a way to talk about. I mean, that's also what the actors do when they're being interviewed, right? Like to not spoil the movie. They have to talk about, oh, it's really good in these ways, but without giving it away. So that kind of m- mental jumping over hoops without saying what you're trying to say. And, uh, you know, I think people are nowadays are really sharp as far as like, Oh dang, you spoiled it. Now I know now I can put, put the pieces together, even though you didn't even actually say the spoiler. So I think our audiences are getting smarter. Um, I do agree with Lex. I do like listening to the reviews that aren't spoiler to kind of get an idea of what people thought, just kind of gauge what the audience is thinking. But I think what you guys are really passionate about is the after party, right? After you've watched the movie, you want to gather around and talk about all the cool things that happened. And I think there's a place for that too, right? Especially for the bigger movies. Once you've seen and like everyone's buzzing about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. I think that's, that's a great thing as well. So I agree. I think I agree with the comments. I also agree with your guys' points as well. I want to say one last thing before we, we move on from this. I think one of the big reasons I love doing spoiler reviews is because, oh, I always say this and I strongly agree. You are your own critic. I know you can agree with us or whoever you love as a critic and they can have their opinion very similar to yours. But at the end of the day, you're the person who knows yourself best, right? And I think the reason that I like to do spoilers is because 
I want you guys to hear the thought process of a person who has already seen the film and how they felt about the everything in its entirety wholeheartedly, right? I'm not here to sell you a film unless you ask me to do so, then I will. I'm here to give you my thoughts as I perceive them after the film. It's not, but that, like, again, it's something that, like Jason had stated, it's something we're learning and uh, I hope to get better. You know, after seeing this comment, it, 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 you know, I was just like, oh man, I don't want to do non-spoilers, but because, you know, people are asking for that more, it's giving me a different mindset and I'm now trying to, you know, like you said, do uh, mental gymnastics and try to figure out how to be a better, uh, we're not, again, we're not critics, right? But how to be a better reviewer of content so you guys can watch it for yourselves and get, make your own opinions after you watch it. And I guess if you did want spoilers, then you could just ask and then we would do it. You know what I mean? There's a, there's a lot of a lot of things here and there, but yeah, he's not wrong, but I just have yeah. a different opinion. Yeah, I think people are getting to know you guys, and uh, the more they get to know you, the more they want to hear your thoughts, right? Like, like, should we go see this movie? Like, what is there anything? You know, they're gonna they're gonna seek that out, and it's not necessarily you selling it; it's just you giving your honest opinion. I think that's what people are looking for. But yeah, thanks for the comment, Harry or Stefan. That pretty much wraps it up for this episode. If you guys had fun with us, and as I say, if you guys stayed to the very end, you guys are the true fans. Thank you, guys. Ernie, thank you for... Ernie and Lex, thank you for joining me. Of course, of course. Hey, of course. <laughs> we had fun. It got all sad after that. <laughs> yeah, all right, you know, Jason, like, you let, know. Let, me, let, me, let me bring it back to lighter. Are you ready for this? All right. You know, thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Lex, for joining us. I had a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys, the audience, for tuning in every week when we drop an episode. We do this for you, and we also do it for us selfishly. We enjoy talking amongst each other about all kinds of movies and all kinds of TV and all kinds of stuff. Lex, any last words? No. <laughs> yeah, again, thanks thanks for uh, having me on. I had a great time discussing with y'all. Can't wait to do this again. Thank you, audience. Hope you'll accept me as one of your own. <laughs> I look forward to it. So. All right, guys. Well, that wraps it up. Thank you for joining us. We'll be back again next week for another episode. But until then, have a great week, and we'll catch you guys in the next for you his face is just like <laughs> <laughs> you look like he's having a good time <laughs>